little ones, the Sleep Manual Podcast. Welcome back to our podcast, the Sleep Manual. I'm Nikki, and I'm here with Amanda. Hi. We are pediatric sleep consultants who have a company called Little Ones, where we help families all around the world with their baby and toddler's sleep. You can visit us at littleones.co if you need a hand getting your little one's sleep on track. And of course, we would love to help you. Today on the podcast, we are going to debunk a whole bunch of sleep myths. There are so many old wives' tales and myths Mm -hmm. out there that sometimes it can be hard to know what advice to believe and what is just outdated information or just pure rubbish. (laughs) So let's get started with busting some sleep myths. This is one of my favorite things to do. Same. Same. I love this too. (laughs) Is it because I love proving people wrong? Yeah. Maybe. And just, yeah. (laughs) Number one. Your baby okay. should sleep in a bright room during the day to avoid day-night confusion. Ooh, that's a good one. Oh, Myth. well, busted. Myth. <laughs> Done. <laughs> Moving on. <Yeah. laughs> so what is day-night confusion? This is when your baby would be having long naps during the day and then super mm. wakeful nights. You know, yes. people love to say, oh, my baby loves napping. But then, you know doesn't sleep all night this is just Mm -hmm. purely because they are just napping too much during the day and they need to be awake a bit more and you may need to wake them to help out with the nights so this is super common in newborn babies where their circadian rhythm is really immature they don't really know what the hell is going on they've just been born and yeah they're just days and the nights are mixed up and there is a massive myth out there that you that sleeping your baby for their naps in a bright room is the the way to I'll tell you what though sleeping them in a bright room might help considering they won't be potentially napping for very long because the <laughs> brightness is going to wake them up once they reach a certain age but um as Amanda said it's actually the thing that solves day night confusion is you having more control over your baby's day and yep. waking them from their naps so they don't nap for too long it's as simple as that it's not the bright room no, so the next thing is babies don't need much day sleep if they sleep well at night. Is this a myth or a fact? That is a myth, a big myth. I mean, it, it's, it would probably be okay in the very short term if your baby, by for some miracle, was sleeping incredibly well at night and you thought maybe they just... Do, do you know what? Actually, I know people um, years ago whose newborn baby, like... I want to say like four week old baby was like they just never napped during the day and I think they were really clueless first time parents they just didn't know how that you actually have to settle them to sleep and anything like that and so it just was awake screaming like actually screaming all day long but then she slept all night because she was just so exhausted and so I remember them saying oh she doesn't need to nap during the day because she sleeps all night I'm going oh doesn't work like that myth no myth and yeah and that's not going to last naps are so crucial to night sleep like that is so unsustainable long term yeah so this brings us on to babies need to be on solids to sleep through the night to be honest this is a myth and yes sleeping through the night has nothing to do with solids especially in those younger ages obviously mm-hmm. when they're not on solids and 
both Nikki and I had children that slept through. One of mine yeah. slept through from about eight weeks old. So, yeah. And, yeah, mine, I think, Cha-Cha was around that same age, seven or eight weeks. And, no, we did not sleep train our newborn babies. They were just perfectly ready for sleep. Solids, solids will potentially help your baby if they are, like, over six months old and still not having solids like they they kind of at that point it's maybe going to help them but definitely um it's not the it's probably not the reason that they're not sleeping if your baby amanda wakes in the night it means they are hungry definitely means they're hungry myth or fact no that is definitely a myth and especially um it doesn't mean that they're hungry every single time. You know, mm. you'll find that yeah. parents will love to say that my baby wakes and still needs feeding every two hours, but unfortunately this is not true. And you can tell this by um, if, how they're feeding at 7 in the morning and how they're, genuine, mm-hmm. uh, how they're generally feeding throughout the day because potentially if they're waking and they're just using you to be resettled because that you are feeding them, um, they will genuine, genuinely not need much food during the day. So if you're finding mm. that, say, you're trying to introduce solids and they're just not interested, it's because they don't need it because they're getting all of these mm. feeds overnight. Or if they're not feeding well at their first milk feed of the day, um, you know, if they're just not interested in food, it's because they're getting all this all at night. So um, they don't need it. It could be that they're overtired they're undertired mm-hmm. their sleep environment isn't great they're hot or they're cold they're getting sick mm. or they just can't self-settle so there is yeah, multiple there a, reasons a million reasons yeah and i mean oh, we're not talking about newborn babies who definitely generally will be mostly waking in the night because they need to be fed um we're talking of for an extended period of time forever and ever just because your baby has woken, it doesn't necessarily mean that they're hungry. No. So there's All a right, lot I'm of other gonna... things you can rule out as well. This one, Nikki. Some babies just don't like being swaddled. No, lie. That's a lie. <laughs> Tis not true. All babies <laughs> like being swaddled. They don't have a choice. <laughs> They didn't yeah, have a choice in the womb. And that's where they've come from, all tightly wrapped and, yeah. you know... The th- we do hear this quite a bit because we talk about swaddling because it's a, just an incredible sleep tool and one of the oldest tricks in the book and we hear it, don't we? Oh, my baby doesn't like being swaddled. Oh. And I, we ask why and people say because they cry when I'm swaddling them. And I'm like, well, your baby's probably overtired or they've got wind and you've laid them down on their back to swaddle them and their wind is uncomfortable or they're already tired and cranky and they're just going to fight anything because they're in that overtired zone. I pull their undertired. Your, yeah, your baby would prefer to be swaddled. Yes, and they realize you're trying to put them to bed and they're like, what the yeah. hell are you doing, lady? Yeah, exactly. You're <laughs> trying to put down a baby that's not ready for sleep. Babies. And they're like, but I this means sleep. Yeah. <laughs> so. Babies prefer to be swaddled. So that is a yeah. myth. Yeah, what is, and, this is another myth I'm going to tell you outright, that to improve your baby's night's sleep, you have to sleep train. No. Nope. I mean, and yes, sleep. sometimes you do. Sometimes, for yeah. sure. But for older babies, not for sure. as a general rule. 
Yeah. In sleep training, we mean actually teaching them how to self-settle or to sleep independently and to settle themselves or put themselves to sleep. We don't mean following an age-appropriate routine, which is Mm. overall, it is super effective of making sure that your naps will be encouraging great night sleep. And this is where you will win at parenting because you don't Mm -hmm. then have to end up sleep training your little one because they will consolidate their nights earlier if you have Mm -hmm. control of those day naps um when when you when you do have a newborn so you'll those those under sort of three four month old um babies are super malleable and super easy to Mm. be able to consolidate those nights if you get the day right and it doesn't Mm. mean you have to sleep train but in saying that, if you do reach the point, and you know we've helped hundreds of thousands of families in this situation where they have to actually train, like sleep train their baby to move away from being fed to sleep or rocked to sleep or something like that, still having that excellent nap pattern and the age-appropriate daytime routine is where we'd always start. So, always. You know, if you're trying to improve a, a baby's nighttime sleep, that is where you should always start anyway. Don't start at the sleep training point because you're probably, no. it, that's not going to work. Yeah, you'll see right, yourself out. True failure. or false, babies are scared false. of the dark. <laughs> <laughs> false. Don't even need so to listen false. to it. All right, yeah. so babies are not scared of the dark. And we talked about this in our last podcast, actually. So children under the age mm. of two years old do not have fear of the dark they haven't developed that um like the brain maturity or they haven't even they don't even understand fear yet um so Mm. yeah no so they they can't be scared of the dark um they can eventually become scared of the dark but this will only happen over the age of two years old and if that happens then yes this is where a nightlight is useful however under the age of two years old no nightlight they're not scared of the dark in fact it's calming it's great to induce good sleep yeah they're not scared of the dark okay this one is one of my favorites teething causes babies to sleep badly for ages and ages and ages and ages it's always sleep apparent uh, it's always teeth apparently so this is one of my but favorites it isn't, and it is it is <laughs> definitely not i've got a very good friend who is a dentist and in fact and with her own baby she tried to initially she thought it was teething and then when she actually thought about it logically she was like no it's not teething and the best part about it was she mm. was she thought that it was a teething from around three, four months old and her child didn't get teeth until one. So you cannot tell me. And she obviously worked it out herself and was like, actually, no, I was completely wrong. Um, teething is not that whole time. Those teeth do not move up and down in their gums. It is not even a thing. They just go up. They don't go anywhere else. They don't go up and down and up and yeah. down. When it does cause a little bit of uncomfortable pain and a little bit of sleep problems can be literally the day that, or the couple of days around Mm -hmm. when the tooth is coming through. And you will see the tooth. You'll see this white little mound. Um, Sometimes they even get a little um, blister over the top of it. And this is 
when their sleep might be a little bit worse. But it's not prolonged. Yeah. It's just while the teeth is no. coming through. So there, there is like a whole lot of messy sleep stuff that happens from four, four months onwards, really, in bursts. That yeah. teething, that gets blamed on teething. Like there is yeah. just a lot of sleep crap around that time and sleep gets hard for a variety of reasons and it's also around the same time that like our mum's elderly aunt likes to tell us that it's they must be teething and and they'll say these things because your baby will start putting things in their mouths they'll Mm -hmm. start gnawing on their hands they'll start um exploring the world yeah and 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 they're exploring the world with their hands in their mouth and they're tasting things because this is the only way that they can do it so um the and and also they'll start dribbling around that same age which is not teething it is getting ready for solids. Their mouth will mm-hmm. start producing more saliva and become um, ready for solids because that is happening around that same age. So it is it's not, not always teething. I can tell you that all babies do have that same problem that happens around four months old or three, four months old where they do start getting ready for solids, but not all babies get teeth at four or five months old. So just straight out, right, it's not teeth. Awkwardly, my younger two kids did get teeth at four and five months old. but <laughs> I know, but it's not teeth at. <laughs> no, this next one is my favorite one. And I kind of secretly love like riling people up about this too. <laughs> you should never wake a sleeping baby. Uh, Sorry, mum. <laughs> you definitely should wake a sleeping baby if they're at risk of napping for too long, which is good. Do you know what? My mum, who I love dearly, she it used to really do her head in when, she, when we would be staying with them or when she had my kids and they were really little. And I would say, okay, Charlie needs to wake up from her nap at 2.30 and you have to go in and wake her up if she's not awake yet. And mum would go, ah, but why? And then she'd come out, but she'd do it because she mm. knows who's boss. And then she'd come out and she'd go, oh, she was so sound asleep. And I'm like, yes, but she's happy. She's fine. And then I always used to say, would you rather wake your baby from their naps or your baby wake you overnight? Overnight. And that is literally the trade-off. And then, I mean, eventually mum got it, but she still used to do this guilt trip and be like, oh, she was so happily asleep. And I'm like, yes, and she will be happily asleep all night now as well because yeah. she's. I've had control over her daytime sleep, so she hasn't napped for too long because that is really a thing, and especially for very young babies. If they- and, well, even right through till you know, five, six years old, I've got an auntie who, who told me, oh, you know, um, your cousin used to always have a nap after school. And what? and she needed to have a nap after school and she always had a nap after school and she slept perfectly fine. And then when I started digging a little bit deeper, wasn't long until I found out that the same cousin would wake up at five o'clock every morning. And so yeah. because, and it's just that vicious cycle of, she would wake up so early, but then she needed to have some nighttime sleep still somewhere mm. else. But I, 
I couldn't explain it to her. She was like, obviously this cousin's now like having her own babies. But um, mm. yeah, I was trying to explain like, well, if you had pushed through and not let her have that nap, then she would have woke yeah. up not at five o'clock anymore. But it's a, yeah. Yeah. And, and or waking yeah, there her is, there earlier. Is, it is such a fine line and you know there is that whole oh you should never wake a sleeping baby and there's some people that feel really strong still today feel really strongly about Mm. it and and I'm just going wait till you have a toddler then and a newborn because you can bet your ass the toddler's waking the newborn baby (laughs) yeah but um it's it is fine to wake your baby if they are at risk of napping too much which is a real very real thing I think that you have to this is where the knowledge is the power, though. You can't just wake your yeah. baby willy-nilly. You actually have to know no, no, no. what is the perfect amount of sleep, what is sort of the formula of getting through the day and making sure the naps are conducive of good night's mm-hmm. sleep. So this is obviously where our app helps. Um, we have all of this right down to the week of um, the yeah. newborns as to how long they should be napping and um, how much that will add up to be a total through the day and then that to work um, make sure that your baby has great night sleep so obviously we have this in our app we've worked it all out for you our app is available on all app stores um and mm. we are just there waiting to help you out if you have don't understand other, what we mean by waking your baby the other thing that I often say to people when they they get all up in my grill about waking your baby I'm like well the pediatricians tell you to wake your newborn baby if mm. they're prim, if they're underweight, if they've got feeding issues, you know, they're telling you to wake these babies so yeah. that they get feed opportunities. Like, they're not going to tell you to wake the baby if, if if it's bad to wake babies. So no. pretty sure that if, you know, and, and that's another reason that I used to have to try and keep my, my eldest awake when she was newborn because she just wanted to sleep the whole time. And she wouldn't even stay awake enough to feed properly. It's wake your babies, people. Wake them. <laughs> All right, another one. Babies will just fall asleep when they're tired. Nikki, you tested <gasps> this one out babies? with your first, with who, your first who baby. Who are these miracle babies? <laughs> I don't know, but I guess if you're standing there rocking them the entire time, then maybe they will fall asleep when they're tired. Don't but you also just, probably... don't, they just, <laughs> don't you just put them down and they just fall asleep? <laughs> by miracle yeah no so this one is a myth they're not obviously um not necessarily I've certainly I don't know who these babies are that just fall asleep with their tired or maybe they will if you're doing something to actively settle them but you you've got to understand that that's what's actually settling them to sleep not that they're just miraculously going to sleep so if you Mm. are in the car or if you are out for a walk or you are rocking them and they go to sleep it's that that is making them go to sleep, not that mm. they just happen to be going to sleep Doing because they're it. tired. And with our newborns, we know that you could actually start doing something like that after 45 minutes and they will go to sleep, but they're not necessarily tired. <laughs> so yeah, they will go really to sleep. they're ready for sleep. Yeah. The other thing about the caveat to this, of course, is little ones babies go to sleep when they're tired well this is true and our children ask now to go to sleep and our toddlers did too because they were so used to having that perfect routine and and their body clocks being just so used to going to sleep um my friend's five month old baby he's a 
model little one's baby. He, you, you know, it gets to his nap time and you put him in his bed and he just, you walk out and he just goes to sleep because he's perfectly ready for sleep. So this is the, the perfect example yeah. of it, right? He does just go to sleep because he's tired. But it's because my friend put in the work, she set up the good routines, she set up the sleep environment, she had everything lined up perfectly for him. It wasn't that she just willy-nilly kind of didn't really know what she was Winged doing. Yeah, <laughs> chucked him down and waited for him to go to sleep. He's going to sleep like that because he's been set up for success. Yeah. So don't just wait for your baby to fall asleep because it probably won't happen. <laughs> nope. All right, we're up to our last one. Last you should be one. Guided by your baby's tired signs, Nikki. What do you think? Myth or fact? Um, I think largely a myth. Well, no, it's like a, it's like a, it's like a, it's like if myth and fact had a baby, this would be it. <laughs> so it's like a myth fact. The thing about tired signs, and everybody says, oh, you you need to be guided entirely by your baby's tired signs. And again, this is a little bit of a leftover from when we what we used to know versus what we know now tired signs are great and your baby might be yawning rubbing their eyes staring off into the distance but that doesn't mean that they are right on the money of falling asleep like at the perfect time so we would generally advise people to go yeah look at the tired signs good acknowledge that the tired sign has happened but mostly work off the clock they can be pretty unreliable yeah this is for sure where knowing and following a routine or following a sleeping program is where you will win because you will then start noticing which tired signs actually mean um which ones actually mean they are genuinely tired I've got my oldest she would just fall asleep at the drop of a hat and she would love napping during the day she would love going to sleep. She then potentially wouldn't end up sleeping at the um, in the middle of the night. So she, her tired signs were super unreliable. She would yawn at about the one hour, hour mark, and I would like quickly put her into bed after even when she was six, seven weeks old, and she would go to sleep. Um, mm. But it didn't mean that she was actually tired. Now. However, when you are following a program, what I was getting to is when you are following a program or if you do know, like, you'll start to recognize these tired signs a bit more clearly, especially for a first-time parent because there's so much going on anyway. Um, And so you'll start recognizing which ones actually mean that they're genuinely tired. And then you can also sort of look back and go, oh, you know what, like maybe she woke up a little bit earlier from her nap just before, you know, so maybe she does need to go down a bit earlier or or she had a really rough night. So yes, of course, she's going to be a little bit um, more mm. tired today. So she does need to have a sleep or go to bed earlier, um, you know, so it is that knowledge is power and it, yeah. we obviously can't talk about it enough. Yeah. Right, well, that basically wraps up our baby sleep myths versus facts for now. But we, um, there's still so many other <laughs> myths and old wise tales out there. I think we will definitely have to talk about this another day. Thank yep. you so much for listening to this episode. And we hope it's been enlightening and not too controversial. <laughs> please don't forget to check out our other podcasts for so much more sleep advice visit our website littleones.co or download our app if you're in need of some more help with your baby settling 
their naps or their night's sleep and we would love to help you so much further from there. Thank you so much for listening and we will talk to you later. This is Little Ones, the Sleep Manual Podcast.